Welcome back to the Matrix Minute. I am Phil, and with me is... Tim. Tim. Hi, Tim. Hi. How are you? I'm good. good. Feeling good today? I feel There's good a... today. That's fantastic. Um, There's something we must tell you. Uh, usually there would be another voice speaking with us, but he is not here for due to personal reasons, but he'll be back sometime, we hope. He uh, will be back. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened to me. Why am I shouting mode? All right, never mind. I have, I have no idea either, but hey, you know, I think this is going to be interesting because it was once me and Jake, but we didn't have a guest. Actually, you know what? I could have asked for a guest. That was way too short notice. Yeah. Yes. So how are you, Tim? How's it going? I'm good. This... I'm good. Yeah, yeah. We missed the I Jake. We missed that. the Jake, but uh, we will we will plow. Plow on, sorry. This is a little bit of digestion <laughs> we will, problems. We will, we, will, we will plow on b- before him, without him. <laughs> sorry, uh, all the listeners who are listening right to this right now. I know you came here for Jake, but all you get is the the fat of, of the, the fat show. Men. And we have a really, really, you know, really... Actually, you know what I'm doing? I'm doing Lord of the Rings Minute tomorrow. Oh, really? What? Yeah, what, some, what, what you doing? What you doing? What, what's, uh, what's, the, what's the minute? Well, it's two towers, and I wanted the one where Gandalf is like, long I fell, and he fell with me, you know, uh, mm. from the lowest dungeon to the highest peak. It's like the flashbacks? Yeah. And like, fall. The Balrog of Morgoth. Until at last I cast down my enemy and smote his ruin upon the mountainside. Lovely uh, jubbling. That's not, that's not, that's just a movie quote, which I understand, which I memorize more. But in the book, it's, uh, it's different. His ruin caused an avalanche did you know that it's crazy really i did not know that i forgot i read those long time ago they had a uh they had a good opportunity for the for a giant avalanche to happen okay anyway that's an easy because you have a book you can can always feel like ah but in the book ah yes yes (laughs) exactly what we do with a 1996 look yeah look what we're doing here i'm struggling trying to find trivia i mean here's the thing tim here's the nature of this podcast like when i think most of the audience that's listening to this know that when we reach a certain point which is um this is the last third of the whole thing Mm -hmm. and you would agree and you told me this before that it's you know, that I've dug through just trying to find tidbits and trivia of behind the scenes moments. And it's getting harder to do that because we started, we stressed, uh, when we actually just covered most of like the environment that the characters are in. We covered most of the situations, not necessarily specifically, but just uh, the nature of the situation that they're in. Like they're being chased by agents and we talk about the agents all the time. Yeah, there's no new elements that are going to be, you know, sort of added so we and we also depleted the wells of trivia about this movie that we found anywhere on the web you know maybe in the dark secrets of some some people who worked on the movie they could reveal just just one you know it's public it's it's, it is gone yeah one thing one thing left just to ask phil osterhaus to join someday (laughs) do you have his do you have his details Listen, yeah, not, not yet, not yet, but I'm just so lazy. I, every day I just think of it. Yeah, I can just email my friend who worked with Phil Osterhaus once and ask. Yeah, him. just do that. But, uh, but I'm so lazy every no. single day. The, da- the, the minutes are running out. We must have Phil. Yes, we must have Phil to talk to And us then we just have Phil, deets. Phil and Phil. Phil on Phil podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Phil asks Phil. Yeah. Well, we have some interesting stuff here, hopefully. Um I mean, if you want to get into that minute, I can just explain it to you now. Oh, 108? Is that what it yes, was happening? 108. Mm, bring it. 
The machine gun punctures through the agent's office with fury, and the opponents fall over. Morpheus is unscathed, sitting in the chair. Get up, Morpheus. Get up. The agents regenerate and are coming back. Morpheus struggles but regains consciousness. He bellows and proceeds to break his chains. I just wanted to put in bellows. <laughs> he does bellow. And the music, we'll, we'll get into that hopefully. So, Papa John's, Papa John's, Papa Peppo. Okay. Papa <laughs> Peppo. So with the first, so with the first shot, we have old painless back the the minigun. Um, Neo is concentrating, and he's he's just looking at intensity and just firing. And um, this whole uh, shooting sequence has no music. Yeah, that's an interesting thing to point out. It's a lovely shot. Uh, good uh, focus. Well, not yet, not yet. But the funny thing is, uh, the second shot where you see his foot on the rail, and then the uh, shells falling out i i was always confused because you know watching this on vhs you don't see really detail and among the shells there's some gubbins some uh some some bits and i never knew what that was i thought it was some, some kind bits, of dirt. some juicy bits i always thought it was some dirt or something like that that that's falling out of the, out of the gun really you yeah, thought yeah it was just some kind of weird just just junk just like weirdness that's <laughs> like like the gun is falling apart or like the, oh yeah, yeah out of so the bullets then. comes out but it's just like the, the firing is so intense it's the, the little clips that hold each of the of the bullets the cases the together yeah, and then they get separated yeah. and flown out so that's that's interesting and, and but I, those those shots are so good it like looking at like the way he's shooting and and then you get these two um very like memorable shots i think people can remember like if they think this sequence they remember the bullets falling down with wonderful you know shuddery precision clink, 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 yes clink. with the water on the on the coming from oh the yeah building. yeah so that's and and then the second shot would be the the shot from the bottom looking up at the helicopter Oh yeah, that's sorry. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. From 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 the bottom, looking at the helicopter, and then you have the shells just like falling on the sort of camera. That's like that's some. Those are innovative shots that I don't think ever existed prior to this. Yeah. In this for this type of film in the nineties. I mean, like since then, like this is the first time stuff like this was incorporated, and. For me, I think this is uh, a huge testament to bringing in storyboarders that are, and how they directed this because of uh, their comic book background. The way they saw these things were, um, you know, how in comics there isn't any focus; it's all all sharp. Yes. So, and it looks um, really terrible when they try to incorporate that. Like, oh yeah, like like sometimes an artist will do it not by blur, but maybe you know have the stuff in the background have it less saturated or maybe you know like the details is not there but sometimes i would see like especially when digital art art came became popular and the comics you know were drawn digitally and you can just take a layer and blur it up you know in photoshop it just always always looks so wonky and in like comic books yeah it kind of like destroys the i guess the the art style in a way to me at least i haven't seen a good one like that have you philip seen a good uh comic book adaptation sort of thing no i mean like have you seen maybe that use of blurring in a comic book art style no i honestly i haven't read a lot of comics guys mm. uh i just i just know the sensibilities from the early 90s 
<laughs> from the yeah, basically oh, okay. 90s comics, the ones that were still done non-digitally. Like uh, like uh, com- like X Men, Spider Man, yeah, stuff like, like superhero that. stuff. Or, right? okay. No, no, okay. To be fair, I read quote unquote. I read Watchmen, so that's a nineteen eighty five, eighty six comic, and that's unique in its own way. But those are those are the kinds of whenever someone says comic book, I think of the you know the very basic colors, not much shading, inks, yeah. color, you know, and and. Um, or, or like, you know, Jeff Darrow, one of the concept artists here, mm-hmm. he got his huge, huge inspiration. He actually worked with him too, uh, of the, you know, the graphic novel, like comic book artist, not only comic, but just illustrator. Uh, his name is Mubius. Oh yes. Yes. Mubius. Yeah. And, uh, Mubius. that's a huge influence on, on Jeff Darrow who mm-hmm. put that, his own stylistic approach to the matrix films. And that's why we get such a, uh, uh, that's such a looking movie whenever it's applicable, you know, yeah. when, they, when they, when they got the shots the way they wanted it. And it's lovely because this shot of the helicopter from the beneath, I mean, there's nothing augmented about it. It's not, it's not, you know, something that like somebody dreamt up and in, in, on a, on a picture, like a comic book frame. And then sort of, you have to adjust reality to, to show it that way. It's just, I don't think anyone would think of, you know, showing that unless you went from an art, you know, like a, you know, it was like a picture. Because, you know, nothing's changed here. It's just looking down at the building and a helicopter. But it's such a unique perspective. It's awesome. It's the building. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, moving on with this wonderful, wonderful sequence that, you know what? It's funny, like last minute, we didn't really talk about it too much. I mean, we did We did have Alex Robinson, who's fantastic. Hey, by the way, did you know Alex just sent me the uh, his audio files today? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> A day, a day after uh, we have it on. No, two days after we had it on here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, interesting, interesting. Uh, and so, anyway, um, we didn't really talk about the scene specifically. So, um, what's wonderful about this is um, the the shot where Agent Smith gets gets shot. Like, there's this one uh, frame where Agent Smith's all all the way on the right of the picture, and he's like kind of crouching. Mm-hmm. A kneeling, crouching, and he's shooting with his grimace, and then you have these these bullet shots just coming closer to him. Yeah, that's, that's pretty that, scary. Is that's that, one of my favorite shots. You think that's a composite this. or that's an actual stunt? Because there's a lot of shit flying around him that looks dangerous. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Like I'm gonna have to just check that. Out. And there's a potentially fake looking muzzle flash right when, when you look at him. Uh, well, I don't know. How how many do you think of these muzzle? flares are actually real and how many are digital i don't know i don't think anyone would be able to know now because it's been so long everybody who worked on it is like oh that's true that's true <laughs> that's how it feels like to me i think that might have been a real shot and i think they just moved because i think cause, you know the way they made these um bullet effects happen were putting um air guns um under the floor with you know there's holes and then yeah the air guns would just shoot some air and that's how they get that effect so i mean it's sort of dangerous but it's not you know yeah, it's not i guess like some debris or something but it's just it's, water splashing yeah. on him and he'll be fine yeah so i think that's how they did that uh they're all this is all filmed in slow motion um neo finally finishes the minigun uh thing and the minigun is because you know we like we like talking about the details here it's a GEM-134 minigun. Mm. Wonderful. Means nothing to me. Mount, mounted on a Bell 212 <laughs> helicopter. 
That's right. It's a 212. We know that. B212. Um, and there you go. That's, that's, about the, that's some useless trivia for you right there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we checked that box. The crew had to wear knee-high boots when they were working on this because there's so much water. <laughs> Just a little galoshes. <laughs> yep, that's it. Not, no, no galoshes. Hey, have you been to like offices or in my case, I went to a film set where you had to, they gave you like these weird cushions for your shoes. The little little blue slippers. Yes, yes. Like in a museum. clean. I, yes. I mean, a doctor office, museum. Yeah, I've got a few, few... Um, places where you have to where you have to put those i think in like they have them in airport as well you can put them on your when they, when they make you take off your shoes you can put that on your oh that's nice yeah. never had that happen to me no I, last i saw that was um we well, never wear boots they make you oh, take off it, your shoes specifically if you have boots. for boots if you have sneakers oh, okay. you're fine because boots have like not metal. in america son which is what not everything goes off everything goes off tim but in the america, finger i mean finger out. in the butt yep you'll see it you'll you'll experience you'll have the american experience when you yeah, Emma got, Emma got tapped for, uh, when we were returning from Berlin the other weekend, Emma got tapped for the, like, they took, like, little scrapes from her uh, suitcase for drugs. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Just to the side, and they went, like, put it in a little computer, and a computer went, yeah. I know. I was, I was randomly selected once to go through that x-ray scanner, you know, that, the body scanning thing. Oh, they, they, in Germany, they have that odd, just normally. Everything's a body. Oh, they do. <laughs> you well, go and you put your arms up and it goes like whoosh, around yeah, you like super fast, right? It's gross. Yeah. yeah. In Germany, they just it. scan everyone like that. This is the, it's the Matrix, man. It's the Matrix. It is. As I sloppily try to go back to the Matrix here. It's okay. Um, <laughs> the lighting is great. Most of this is, this is all an indoor uh, shot thing. And there's that one shot in slow motion where Agent Smith is falling. That's what I wanted to talk about. You see Agent Smith falling in in slow motion with lots of rain. Is so, it so Agent this. Smith? Is it a stunt double or is it a dummy? So that so is my question. That is a dummy. <laughs> yeah, because okay. I want to believe it's a dummy. Because it, it, as soon as you said it's a dummy, okay. So so the couch gets blown up, and it's a, and it comes to him. That is totally a a dummy because of his his foot, his right foot. Yes. Just flips the shit out into existence. Look at that. Look at that flip. That, that's a wobbly, bobbly uh, thing. It's a good dummy, though, <laughs> wobbly, I have to say. Wobbly. Yeah, no, um, I never heard of... I'm just, we're just, I'm just guessing, honestly. <laughs> we are guessing because also, also when he impacts with his, like, uh, with his butt, his head goes inside his torso for a second there. It, it does. It has to be a dummy. That is... Unless Hugo Weaving has some crazy, you know, plastic man powers. It, it, it's definitely not Hugo Weaving. It's either, yeah, what you said. It's either a stunt oh, yeah, man a, a or... Stunty, yeah. I mean, it could be a stunty because in slow motion, you can see a lot of craziness happen to it. But like, if you've ever seen like somebody get slapped or hit oh, with yeah, a ball. Yeah, so yeah well, I guess uh, just, just, just incidentally, that's in the behind the scenes for the Matrix uh, Revolutions. You can actually see Hugo Weaving getting blasted by a uh, air gun. And oh really? You can see his you can see his skin flex in slow motions. So yeah, so skin skin and everything gets but but this this seems a little bit a little bit crazy for just like a human being. So so good. <laughs> yeah, good I'm looking on that. at it now. Looking at it now, that's so great. And they masked it with all that water too. Yeah, it, it can't be. I don't know what it is, but who knows? So it's anyway, bullets are shot, and there's your favorite electricity effect, Tim. Your favorite? Yeah. 
shouldn't they all be shocked by the electricity you know being going through the water <laughs> it's funny, yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then comes another fantastic shot right after the wide shot of so seeing morpheus <laughs> uh, that's a great shot by the way the wide shot with morpheus in the middle yes but then that's then a composite even, right no why would it like i think they just filmed it straight on so they had a set like where this whole glass i guess yeah yeah it's, it looks pretty cool. It looks back in the science see back in the day. Yeah, well, back in the day, you know, you would have to do it practically because that's the most practical thing to do. Yeah. Now it's a little bit more practical sometimes to just you know CG it because that's you know that's kind of what, what yeah. they do. But uh, you know, I mean, with this this argument is as old as uh, time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not going to talk about it. I know, I know, I know that there's a few iconic shots. In this, in this minute, you have the, you know, from what we talked about that scene, you know, below from the helicopter, you have Morpheus breaking the chains, you have Morpheus bellowing. Yeah! But I, but yeah, I would like, like to make that. a request if, if the picture for the, for this minute is the uh, morphing agent. <laughs> <laughs> he, hey, hey Tim, did you check our Dropbox? Did you check our Dropbox? No, no, it's on Dropbox. Oh, okay, okay. Well, if you checked our Matrix Dropbox, go to the image folder. Okay. Well, I got you covered. That, oh, okay, because... I just, I just wanted to send you something magical. Wait, where do I send this to? Let's see. Skype work? No, yeah, any, anything works. Yeah, I'm connected, man. I'm fully connected. I've, I've like three different outlets for you to send me something. If I don't okay. hold one in my own hands, I'll, I'll have at least something there. Oh, man, what is this? Um, you keep talking while I do this. You keep talking, buddy. I'm talking, uh, uh, guys. I just want you to know that uh, that one shot when, he, when, when, when uh, Neo finishes shooting. And then you have that rack focus. <laughs> yeah, Tim, that's right. Is that I it? have that sa- I have that same shot. You should just <laughs> Okay, let me see. <laughs> oh man. So this is uh this is an in-between. <laughs> that's exactly the same shot. <laughs> Frogman. Yes, it's Frogman. It's an in-between shot of uh Agent Smith morphing from a guard to himself, and he just looks like a frog. He just <laughs> looks like amazing. Mr. Toad is coming to town to help the children with their homework. Is that so is that 3D? here's the thing? Because he That's looks 3D, man. And yeah. yes. No, he looks very 3D, the guy. Okay, continue what we were saying. Oh, he is 3D. Dude, this this morph is compute like computer generated. And me and Jake, uh, I think, pff, who knows, like four or five months ago, we decided to watch The Matrix with uh, this old commentary mm-hmm. with um with Carrie Ann Moss and editor Zach Steinberg and uh John Gaeta. Okay. And John Gaeta said that this is the worst shot in the film. He hated it. <laughs> I just hated it so much. The little morph. It is pretty. Yeah, pretty he bad. hated the morph. He said. He said all the shots were pretty good except this one. It, the funny so thing is go. that okay, so 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 there's a normal looking guy, a soldier, like a really big chin, army looking guy who turns into to to Agent Smith, right? Which is which is fine, except it's not fine because. He doesn't, you know, turn from one person to another. He turns into this in-between frogman who doesn't look like the first guy, nor does he look like Agent Smith. Homer Simpson. He turns into Homer Simpson for a second. Why? No one knows. Why wasn't it simpler just to turn from one guy to another? And of course, he has the Matrix code in his face for a second. Yeah, for some reason, because that's that's how the Matrix code works. When you transform in the real world, you see DNA. That's yeah. what. That's just what happens. You just see DNA strands circling around your mouth. It's ridiculous. Why does he do this weird? Maybe 
Maybe they <laughs> filmed it wrong because Agent Smith is a little bit closer to the camera, the other guy. So, so the morph kind of moves forward, but just turns to the frogman. It's, it's ridiculous. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So John Gaeta officially does not sanction this image. Wonderful. Um, Nor did she. And uh, there's just one or two shots left. I, I mentioned the rack focus, which was great in the storyboards. It was particularly emphasized because uh, the 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 roof, not the roof, the resets the on roof fire. is on water fire. Mm. Um, uh, the top of the gun, whatever the <laughs> barrel, <laughs> the roof, the, of the, the gun. one, the, the the one with the hole where the where the bullets come out. Yes, that's in the foreground. The bullet hole, and and uh, it's out of the frame in the storyboard because as we explained the way they did the storyboards was an unconventional mm-hmm. unconventional way storyboards saved the movie by the way they totally they definitely uh, did did they add a sort of um i don't know like what's a movie that has the sort of distinct comic book kind of cinematography like that's very precise <laughs> that was what hulk hulk does it wait no but no but like i mean like because like Edgar Wright is like famous for doing this stuff. Like every shot is like you know music video kind of thing. No, yeah, you're talking about real stuff because you know I was joking about. The oh, you like because, okay, I see, I see. Because the comic panels in the movie, remember that? Yeah. Ugh, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like because like Matrix maybe is one of the first that I've seen where you have these specific shots that are just like you know like the composition is very deliberate. It's not. It's not like classic. You know, I don't know what I'm talking yes. about. But I think you you know what I mean. It's, yeah, it's not, Yeah, it's 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 very deliberate. It's very. This is the these are the things that they were going for. They wanted to get these images, and yeah, the storyboard saved the movie not just because of that, but also because, uh, just to remind everybody, uh, that's what convinced the studio to you know get this movie made because they oh, had yeah? a really huge yeah they had a huge low in with pre production and most of the artists came in knowing that it was in trouble and it might not happen because they never got a green light for it mm. so you know uh, the story about studios just kind of being uh, lukewarm towards a film is uh is a sad one with and it happens uh, you know it happens a lot more often than not i guess and uh the storyboards and the presentation of like how specific they were with this film was what made the movie what made what made them go yes okay good this is great we're gonna make this movie we get it we understand it and i i had i think i mentioned this on our podcast uh, on, on this one on the matrix one because i'm doing some concept art for someone mm-hmm. and someone is doing and and I'm, you know, and, uh, the moment I show a picture instead of explain it, they're like, Oh, Oh, I get it now. And it's always so magical to me because I take it so for granted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's another, so let's just, let's just look at Morpheus here. He's, he's, he's trying to regain consciousness. And I always wanted to understand how does he do that so fast? It, no idea. It takes, and it takes he doesn't agents. shout. It doesn't, sh- Neo doesn't go. It's not that. He's just like, can you imagine Trinity and Neo just standing there with their Trinity's banging on the window. I mean, sure, there were lots of gun, you know, gun, gun fights, gunpla, gunpla, gun fights, gun fights that were very loud and very disturbing in the force around him. So he could have been woken up from that. But it's Can you still imagine pretty just funny. having just having shots of him reacting to the firing. Oh, 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 oh. 
Neo, is that you? Yes. Get up. Yeah. Um, All right, so, so, the pol- so the police that dies with the electricity zaps, that's... that's um, um, sad policeman. Yeah, he looks like um, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio. Yeah. That's it. That's my, that's my trivia. <laughs> that's, no, that's not, he looks uh, like him. But it's not him. No. No. But Morpheus breaks the chains as he bellows, as you said before. Yes, yes. Uh, do you think it hurts? What? The chain breaking? Yeah. Yeah, he broke probably broke his wrist. Cannot Ow. cannot hold guns anymore. Well, I didn't. I thought, well, yeah, you're right. He actually did. You're right because later on we see him just holding his his wrist. Yes, that must hurt wow. because it's just metal. I mean, I guess he's you know using his magic know, but, superpowers. Yeah, but. he he has magic superpowers. And there's this music, and uh, the only reason I'm bringing up the music is it's a little bit overdone. What do you think, Tim? Uh, now that I was watching it, uh, I think it has to do with build up. I think watching the build up is great. As we're watching it now, we're missing a couple of minutes of this buildup, so it doesn't work as great as watching it within the movie, you know, the context of the okay, movie. Okay. By, by itself, it's definitely way out there, especially because we start with no music, and all of a sudden, ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. <laughs> I ta, ta, love ta. it, I love it. You know, if, yeah. if you build up from, oh, Morpheus is going to die, we must fight for him, then it kind of works. But by itself, it's, yeah. You see, con- context, dun, kids. Dun, 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 Every, dun, context dun, is everything. Dun, dun, dun. Context is everything. Yeah, like, yeah, I want Have you seen... What? Nothing, nothing, go on. No, no, what, 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 what if I see? <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, have you seen, I was looking at something, Look. some kind of, some kind of, some kind of screenshots of some movie without context. Oh, and? They were funny. That's it. They were just kind They're of funny. Amazing. Uh, what I want to say is, uh, you know, context, context is everything. Like Phil was saying, like, you know, this movie, the storyboards make it, but that doesn't mean, you know, for every movie storyboards is important, you know, maybe a script, like some people shoot movies without any storyboards and they like to figure oh, yeah, it out yeah, on yeah. the day that's you know and that's because they're not visually specific you know yeah it comes the, through the thing but this definitely this one would have been a boring ass movie it was just like <laughs> it was just like plain you know shots of just that. like uh you know medium shot close-up shot and wide shot that's it that's all you got yeah. buddy Oh man, imagine that. Just just boring old coverage and boring old cinematography and boring old uh there's there wouldn't be any movie grading. There wouldn't be any any green, nope. there wouldn't be any blue. Wow. There's a lot just of elements that make Tim, this Tim entertain people to, with that notion while I go and refill my bottle of water. So, oh, let me talk about storyboards and uh pictures. It's got nothing to do with the matrix, so I apologize. But uh a couple of days ago my nieces came over. And one of them haven't seen Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the uh, the comic book adaptation, adaptation, adapt, adaptation. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Not adaptation uh, by Edgar Wright. And uh, and then I, later on, I showed him the comic book. And if you haven't seen those things compared together, I, I go say you do it because it's actually magical. It's because about eighty percent, absolutely, eighty percent of of those frames from the comic books are put into the to the movie and what's amazing is besides the two main characters uh scott and ramona the other characters are incredibly alike their comic book versions even really? though the comic so, book, so you read so you read uh scott pilgrim yeah and it's crazy and it's amazing because they the, the art style is very very minimalistic it's like that's what i was gonna say the art style looks like um steven universe yeah even 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 more simpler because it's black and white so there's not even color 
But it's insane. Like I said, besides Scott and Rona, everyone and their mannerism is just like, I have no idea who cast that movie, but they're a genius because it's it's perfection. Those characters just look like they popped out. And also all the scenes and everything are just directly from the comic, which is, which is magical. Wow. Know? That's amazing. That's really amazing because like, um, I thought Scott Pilgrim, uh, hmm. cause like the different, the, the different, the French, I think I blew the differentiation, up the, the, the differentiation with, uh, uh, with, the, with live action and this really, um, like non-realistic, car- yeah. you know, like cartoony comic, it's amazing they actually yeah, they actually did that. And it's also interesting that, you know, my first inclination, if I would have read Scott Pilgrim versus the World mm-hmm. um, b- before the movie, and I didn't read the comic, I just know very little about it. But um, if I just read the comic, I would immediately think, there's no way we're doing this live action. Yeah. Right? You know, but for so- somehow they, they j- it worked. Like, it's, it's magic. I, it, that movie is, if you want to show it to someone, it's perfect you don't say anything. You just maybe show him the picture, like, oh, this is Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, we're going to watch it. Because it starts off some, like, stupid, like, teen comedy that's, like, quirky and everything. And all of a sudden, they just the first fight appears, and, and anyone is just like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yes. and, then, and then and that guy starts singing, and you're like, what? What am I watching? So that's that's a good surprise yeah, movie. Yeah, That's good. That's cool. That's that's. Yeah, Pretty welcome why, to... Why do you... What? Yeah, why do you think Scott Pilgrim didn't make it in the box office? Uh, well, one thing is that uh, it's, it's it was very in-between times, I have to say, because that uh, sort of hipster uh, scene of Toronto, whatever, w- that was happening in the early 2000s, like two, not maybe like 2006, 2007, when this is based on, was kind of not popular or not known at that point, like the fashion, everything was a little bit out of date. So it wasn't looking cool, but it wasn't the sort of hips, the, the universal hipsterdom that happened a couple of years Chipster. later that everyone, <laughs> oh, okay. everyone was like, everyone was like, did all this, you know, the vintage, like, like video games were popular. It was like right so in between so like the worst timing possible. It wasn't underground where like all these kids who did do that, like, pumped it up but it wasn't when it was like universal i think it was just like in between so you're saying that yeah. it was ahead of its time it was ahead of its time but if also before its time if i if I, if, if it was like if it was like oh uh you know maybe it was made like 20 years later later it would be like you'd be like you know oh like retro but right but it wasn't it was right after whatever that scene you know kind of happened Okay. So visually, okay. it wasn't like even watching now. You're like, oh, that's, it's. But I don't know. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe marketing is always a problem with movies like this. You know, if because movie like that didn't never existed before. Mm. And when studios give it to marketing te- teams, a movie like that, they're lost. They have no I, no clue what to do about it. That's usually a good sign. The movie's like, going to be great if the marketing is like, "What the hell is this?" If the marketing doesn't know what to, what, what to do with it, no, it's just like lost. Doesn't fit into any, any boxes. What do I do? What? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Scott Pilgrim shares the same cinematographer than as is this one here, Matrix. What? So. Really? Bill Pope. Bill Pope did both. Ah, I look. It's connected. I did it. There we go. Perfect. I did it. You connected the matrix. Yes. And uh, with that, I can't think of anything else to say about this minute. I think we're no, almost pretty no, much no. done. All I can say is 
I love the shot of Morpheus looking up, you know, and going, not, not, not when he goes, just when he lifts up his head. I like the Uh, ear because he, one of his eyebrows goes down for some reason. (laughs) He's very suspicious. It's a very suspicious ear. It's like, oh, is it good or bad? I don't know. (laughs) Also the, the Smiths like just flexing their arms in the watery hall. Oh, yeah, 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 in the window. That, that's one of the shots that I keep forgetting exists, but it's there. There's like all there. three of them just kind of And it's like very comic booky again because everyone's everyone's in focus. You have a close-up yes. of a foot, I mean arm, a leg, I mean a, 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 a hand. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> An arm, a leg, a hand. And then the other folks back. It's very comic booky. It reminds me of, um, of uh, what's it called? Uh, Sin City. That shot. If you made that black ah. and white, it, it would be just like Sin City. Because cool. the rain and everything. And it's like the glistening glasses and the water. And there's some kind <laughs> yeah, of pyramid yeah. in the background. What is this pyramid? Uh, that's some Australian building. It's the the pyramid. It's the pyramid. It is the Australian pyramid. <sighs> just one more mention about the music. When it goes... Um, that track is called Ontological Shock in the soundtrack. Ooh, what does ontologically uh, mean? Ontologic, uh, ontological is like in the mind, ah. shock, something like that. So I guess Morpheus gets shocked ontologically back to life or something. In his mind. Anyway, uh, listeners, if you have any clues of what ontological shock might entail in this particular scene with this particular cue, let us know. on. The Call Matrix us on Minute. our cell phones. Yeah, I think our Twitter is going to be more active than our Facebook now. Yes. Facebook. You know that yesterday Facebook I spent grandmas. all night... What? Yesterday I spent all night backlogging. Like every every day is gonna have a new. <laughs> it's gonna have. A new, oh, really? Never mind. Never <laughs> nice, mind. Nice. Nice. Okay. Get uh, well, ready uh, for we'll spam, s- my boys and girls. Yeah, we'll we'll see you on Wednesday. Me and Tim once again. Yes. Alone. I will. Yes. Prepare your bumhole. Ah, DP for my bumhole. I'm the great Cornholio. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>